My guest today is the bass player for progressive metal heavyweights Between the Buried and Me, getting ready to release their Coma Ecliptic Live set on April 28th. He is also a member of a new band called Nova Collective, who just released their debut album called The Further Side. I'm pleased to welcome Dan Briggs. Cool. How you doing, man? Awesome. Well, nice to meet you. Thanks for giving a few minutes. I hope it's not too early for you. I uh, I always try to schedule my interviews in the kind of later morning, so I feel like I'm up but starting my day, but you know, just getting things going, you know? No, it's good for me. Are you on the West Coast, LA time? I'm in uh, North Carolina. I just feel like as time goes on, I'm, I accept the fact that I'm more of a, a morning person, you know? Is that different than some of the other band members? I know most bands don't wake <laughs> up till noon, and um, right? I mean, that... Well, you know, we, we have a solid crew. Like, like we're on, when we're on tour, there's, um, I would say, in between the buried and me, me, Paul, and Blake, um are the, the somewhat early risers, you know, maybe between 8.30 and 9.30. And then uh, and there's a second tier that's anywhere from 9.30 to noon or so. But I think it's just, I think it goes, um, it goes kind of hand in hand with, I guess, a couple things. One is that we shut down pretty quickly after a show. Um, uh, we just, we just like to, you know, kind of, get a snack or something, just hang out um, for in America, you know, maybe watch some uh, sports center or something. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, also with just in the morning, you know, wanting to go on little adventures and see the cities you're in. And yeah, of course cool. we have favorite spots all over the place. So it's just nice feeling like you're being productive to start the day, I guess, too, a little bit. Yeah, so you have the uh, the new live DVD, the Coma Ecliptic Live, comes out April 28th. And when you mm-hmm. uh, go about on a tour like that, how much of it is, uh, you know, looking forward to a new city, somewhere you've been before, a restaurant you've been to before that you like? <laughs> I mean, how much of that goes into making a tour, you know, kind of work and be more pleasant? A lot, actually. I think, uh, you know, for, for us, a lot of times if, you know, someone would be like, oh, we're playing such and such venue. And you kind of like search your minds like, what was I, we were there before. I don't remember that. And someone's like, remember we went to, we went to this place and, you know, we had, you know, we got burritos from this place and, <laughs> and, you know, yada, yada. And you're like, oh, I do. I remember the burrito. <laughs> you know? I don't remember the show or the place, but I remember the food being really good. So, um, yeah, that's a standout thing. And, um, you know, I think for, uh, three of us are vegans, so there's there's always been the extra excitement over the years, you know, going back to the you know the mid two thousands when um, you know stuff that you had around home and available in the grocery store was kind of a little more limited, and um, you know we get to a place like California or you know the 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 Northwest, and uh, there'd be all these great options, and you're like, oh my god, you know. Like you would always look forward to getting out there for, you know, for uh, the the vegan restaurants, and now it's kind of exploded and it's everywhere. So yeah, it's definitely a nice thing, and I I love going record shopping. That's that's a big um, enjoyment tour activity for me. So those two things. You know, what was it like performing the whole album? Is that something that when you wrote the the album at the time, that was something that you guys thought about might be you know, something you could pull off? Are you waiting to see how well the album was received first? No, I think we're just letting it sink in a little bit with people. 
Um, we've kind of done both, you know, methods. When, when Colors came out, we went on tour, like, the day the album came out, and we're just playing the whole thing. And um, with this one, we waited, you know, to kind of end the cycle, playing the full record. I think I think I'd like something kind of in between, you know, because by the time you go to play the full record, you're so excited, but you've been sitting on it for, like, like a year and a half, two years, just waiting to do it, and then you finally get to do it, and it's great. Um, but maybe, like, more towards the middle of the cycle, I would like to do, you know, where... Yeah. Um, maybe you play a couple songs off it right as the record's about to come out, um, go overseas, and then maybe come back and do the record. What, and, do, you pr- uh, what do you prefer? <laughs> I mean, playing playing a whole album or, or you know, a collection of hits? Or what, what is more fun? The album, because it has, it has such a good flow. You know, um, any of the albums that we've played in full colors, um, Parallax 2 or uh, Coma Ecliptic, it's just like, you know, we, we, we put such great effort and time into arranging the album so that when you press yeah. play, you know, it has this great flow. And that's essentially what we want to be able to recreate live is that sensation of dropping the needle and then just sitting back. And, um, you know, when you're playing a collection of songs from, you know, your career, it's hard because you know, you you try to find stuff that fits together. And I always keep a log of all of our tour dates Mm. um, and sets that we've done. So, you know, we can kind of look and be like, okay, well, the last two tours we did, we didn't play this song. So maybe we should find a way to work that one in and build around it. And then you build little transitions within the set to try to, you know, and it can be fun. We've created some, some neat sets that way. Right. But, Ultimately, it's just doing the record is so fun and it's so satisfying. Well, I think the response for for Coma was was pretty great. I mean, I, I look, I think it's mm-hmm. one of your best, if not your best album, and and I, I can Thank still you. listen to it today. And uh, you know, what was the response like from the older fan base? Uh, you know, sort of open to the slight change in sound. I mean, you guys didn't go pop or anything by any means, but you know, it is a little, <laughs> it is, it is, it is a little different from from the earlier yeah. earlier things so you know what do you feel the the vibe you get from from older fans when they hear this stuff or when you guys play it live well it's definitely different from you know early records and but i think a, a big part of our band's trajectory through our career is is like a steady evolution and um and a constant progression and you know there's elements on the new record that we're on the very first record that we're on, like the very first BT Bam three song demo CD. Um, it's just that there were, there were other elements that, that weren't in it. And it was just kind of, um, you know, it was just, it was just playing kind of with different dynamics and different moods. Um, but you know, all along, you know, throughout our career, we're, we're trying to push ourselves and but still do what um what feels the most natural and not try to force anything so you know in this record you know we weren't going to try to you know force um you know like heavy breakdown or or death metal section into a song like you know rapid calm or something which is that's it's just you know <laughs> there's just no right. reason i think 
think we did a really good job of of having some ideas, starting some songs off, and then really following the song trajectory to the end. And that was something that um, that we haven't always done. We've kind of tried to cut and paste stuff, and there were little bits of it on on Parallax too that that, that we were uh, that, that I still feel really proud of. I think um, Silent Flight Parliament, that the last track actually kind of, in my eyes, was was the song on that album that I was most excited to build off of. Um, of course it was a long song and there's, there's still a fuck ton of parts in it, but it's like <laughs> everything was built around, you know, everything that was happening within it was very organic. It wasn't like we had some ideas and then we were trying to fit in parts, you know, that were just floating around. Yeah. Um, very organic and within itself and it was that idea that we carried forward with and that you know be very particular about uh maintaining on this new record now it doesn't mean that you know the album by any means is going to sound exactly like coma um because that's not that's not what we're about that's not what right. kind of uh you know our, our our statement is it's it's about progressing and, and moving forward so it's, but it's still that idea of staying within the song and not trying to do anything awkward or, you know, it's just the maturing thing, I guess, as, as, as a composers and arrangers, you know, and got to stay mindful of it. So, no, I think you guys have done, uh, have done a great job. And, you know, I wonder for fans that are, um, more just in that sort of metal, death metal world uh-huh. and, and look at you guys coming from that maybe if this album for them was like Sgt. Pepper's you know it was just like wow I haven't, <laughs> you did, I haven't heard anything like this before you know right yeah I, oh it's cool because over the years you know we've had a lot of fans grow with us along with us which is which is so rad and um, you know it's, it's funny because I mean we're doing you know a big colors tour this year and you know, I don't think it's fair to expect the crowds to, you know, respond in the same way. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of excitement, but not to respond in the same way they did 10 years ago when, you know, the majority of our fan base was younger and we were younger and, you know, there was always a lot of energy in the rooms. I think, like, everyone's just kind of grown along with us, you know what I mean? So I 10 years in September. Yeah, yeah, this, this September, yep. That's pretty exciting. I mean, what, uh, you know, what do you you still listen to that album and does it still sort of hold? (laughs) No way. No, I put that album on, you know, I put songs. I mean, I don't listen to any of our music, but I put whenever we're prepping for a tour, you know, you always make a playlist with the songs and, um, and, um, and work your way through them you know, however slowly or, or quickly, depending on how much of a, a refresher you need on them. But um, that's an album where, like, I feel like throughout a tour cycle ever since then, we pretty much play almost all the songs. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Throughout, you know what I mean, throughout the two years. And even on this coma cycle, I know we played, we played a good chunk of it throughout the tour. So for us to revisit it, is not going to be anything crazy, anything, um, 
I just don't like it's not going to be a ton of work for us. It's kind, of, it's kind of stuff that has just kind of stayed fresh with us. And I mean, it seems like a long time ago that we did it for sure. And we've done a lot of records since and a ton of tours. But um, as far as the material itself, it seems to stay pretty like in the back of our mind. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've played Viridian in eight or nine years, but you know, that'll be interesting to revisit. You know, I wanted to ask you if the sort of the difference between the the progressive label and the metal label. And you guys seem mm-hmm. to live in the progressive metal, quote unquote. But, you know, yeah. sometimes I wonder if a lot of the fans that look at bands like you or, or that, the, you know, Periphery and other bands that you've toured with and, and uh, things like that, more of a metal uh, perspective or the prog thing, which is so varied, you know, it can be really yeah. all over the place. Where do you see yourselves sort of, and, and do you worry about the label? Do you, do you think about that? No, I think the label is, I mean, you know, I, I think it's a way for you know, people in the media to kind of um, try to clump your band in. And I think we've kind of been a hard group to categorize over the years and a pretty broad label like uh like progressive kind of helps but also like i mean we're into the the idea of of our sound um doing that and being you know this this active live thing that is growing and changing and um you know i I think you know over the years it's um it's probably become more apparent that you know Maybe we don't all listen to a lot of metal. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't really. I don't really listen to it at all. I, I think the most metal thing that I've had out lately is uh, uh, the Japanese group Boris, and they're fucking weird and progressive in their own right. Um, I live in kind of a different space, a different environment, and I think you see that in the the other bands that I do. Um, and so that's that's the element that I've always brought in from. From day one, uh, when we were writing Alaska, um, you know, I remember joining the band and coming in with some charts stuff and, you know, playing well, Gentle Giant for the guys for the first time <laughs> right. and Oingo Boingo and all this shit. And it's just, it's all about just trying to stay, stay fresh with new ideas. And for me, I just happened to find a lot of new music in the past um, that, you know, it seems to be in uh, an unending well of, uh, you know, new sounds for me. You know, they're old sounds. Yeah, I wanted okay. to ask you about the Nova Collective, which is awesome. Great new yeah, man. Uh, side Thank project you. just came out March 10th. Uh, love love the yeah. album. Uh, we're also huge. Cool. I'm Thank a huge you. Haken fan, so I know about Rich for, you know, yeah. back and... Um, you know, talk oh, a little so bit good. about the, the success. I mean, I, I've read nothing but uh, like, not just good reviews, like um, incredible reviews on the album. Everybody seems <laughs> to really like it. I, yeah. It's, it's on, like I had to tell the guys and, you know, for, for a keyboard, it's Pete. I think this is his first proper release. And, um, I had to be like, this is not normal. Like I've <laughs> yeah, never, exactly. uh, I've never put out a record that had like pretty universally, um, I mean, great things to say about it. And it's so nice. It's just nice, I think, when you've sat on a record for 
um, for a long time. And I mean, we, we kind of sat on the album before we recorded it and then sat after we recorded it to get it released. Um, just because of scheduling things. Um, but we lived in a world where probably only like, you know, the five of us or four of us, sorry, in the group, the people we worked with and the people at the label had heard it, maybe our significant others. And then that was it. You know, when, when I have records, that are done but not out yet like i don't share them even with the guys in my other bands or anything it's kind of like this tightly guarded secret you know and they're always like dude what's up with this other band we keep hearing about <laughs> like, yeah, it, you'll, it, you'll, you'll, it's gonna happen you'll hear it um but it's just nice it's just nice that it's it's uh it's you know invading people's ear space and i mean that's yeah. that's great and we're we're just anxious now. Now our focus is, is toward, you know, uh, kind of fixated towards, um, getting on the road and, uh, and making it happen, uh, later, later this fall, like after the colors tour, we're, we're looking to get out with someone and do something. So. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I, th I also think it's nice to have, you know, Haken really seems to be building something and, uh, and, and yeah. growing in their popularity. And, and I think there's a good sharing of audiences there, you know, people that, maybe like totally. them but but thought you guys are you know but you know between the buried me isn't for them but might be forced to check it out mm -hmm. and and like each other and so on so i think that, that kind of stuff is great yeah I, I i remember just from a fan perspective being really excited when when i heard the mountain um by haken but before i knew rich and um and just feeling like you know they were putting a new a new spin, um, especially for, you know, modern prog bands. I didn't really think that there was a band that I could really pinpoint that was doing quite what they were doing. It seemed yeah. really fresh. I, I, I still spin that album, um, you know, from time to time, uh, and, you know, kind of separate it from the guy that, you know, I've now written a record with, you know, right. I still kind of look at it from a fan per perspective and, and BT Bam toured, um, in Europe with them a couple, well, at, at near the beginning, beginning of the coma cycle. And, and it was, uh, it was just, it was just great. You know, see, I mean, they're just, they're so good live too, you know, yeah, see them pull off. Like incredible the, musicians for sure. Yeah. Um, great. So. Well, cool, man. Listen, I wish you success on that. The new DVD of course comes out Thank April you. 28th and, and further side. Yeah. I know the collective is out. Uh, so everybody should check that out as well. If they don't know about it yet, killer awesome. instrumental stuff. So, um, yeah, man. Thanks so much for uh, for giving me a few minutes. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you on the road soon. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. We'll see you this fall. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Dan for the interview. We're going to close with a track off of Coma Ecliptic. This is Option Oblivion. Check out their live set due out on April 28th, and the band will be on tour later this year. For more upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com, follow us on Facebook, at The Prog Report on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks. <laughs>
Turn